Some of you may have heard this already. Kind of late reporting on this, but uh, independent.co.uk says CIA chief and ex-White House counsel among figures who met Epstein after his conviction, reports say. Says a circle of global power players who continue to meet with Jeffrey Epstein after his first sexual, his first sex conviction was far wider than previously revealed, according to an extensive report from the Wall Street Journal published on Sunday. Using source documents, including Epstein's schedules, the paper identified meetings between a disgraced financier and figures including the current director of the CIA, a former White House lawyer, a college president, and a member of an international banking dynasty. I believe Rothschild's name is a part of that. Now, I had this thought. Um, we've been hearing about the Epstein trials and, um, you know, Epstein... What can I say? Epstein was the figurehead for Wex Wagner, Mossad, and Glissane Maxwell was Epstein's handler. Um, and through Epstein, she and Wagner were able to blackmail politicians and celebrities and business moguls uh, who were involved with prostitution and rape and sex with underage girls and boys, for that matter. I'm pretty sure of it. So a lot of, you know, um, man, I don't even know where to start. But anyways, um, the rabbit hole goes real deep with that. And I find it interesting that this is coming out now. And I'm I'm looking at it and going, you know, you know how I think. I think everything is a stage show, right? The the world is a stage. But I think to myself, okay, what if everything isn't staged? Isn't it interesting that Trump is being indicted, uh, brought up on all these charges? And at the same time, you have all this information coming out about Hunter Biden, Jeffrey Epstein, and connections to Biden's CIA. So it looks like there's a little uh, tay for tay, tip for tat going on here. And it could explode at some point. And the mainstream media is definitely running cover for Biden. Um, they, didn't, they didn't even hardly mention Glissane Maxwell's trial. There was a big media blackout. Unless you went to the New York Post, I think that was about as close to mainstream media as you can get. Um, still don't know what really happened with Epstein. You know, he's probably in witness protection somewhere. Wouldn't that be interesting if they just rolled him out one day to testify? Not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that would be crazy, right? Um. So there's your conspiracy fix for the day. But anyway, it looks to be a little tit for tat, you know, like, hey, you indict Trump. We roll out information about Hunter and your CIA um, head or chief of the CIA and his connections to Epstein. And I'll tell you what, I'll get a little bit more of this article. It says, none of their names appear in Epstein's, this is a quote, none of their names appear in Epstein's now public black book of contacts or in the public flight logs of passengers who traveled on his private jet. Yeah, they're never going to tell you who was really on that private jet. It says, um, and this, that, that report came from the world, oh, excuse me. Wall Street Journal says the documents show that Epstein arranged multiple meetings with each of them after he had served jail time in 2008 for a sex crime involving a teenage girl and was registered 
he was uh, registered as a sex offender, said the documents which include thousands of pages of emails and schedules from 2013 to 2017 haven't been previously reported. Um, and they go into Epstein being involved in soliciting prostitution and yada, yada, yada. Uh, girls under the age of 18. Um, Okay, let me see if there are more here. It says the documents used as source material don't reveal the purpose of most of the meetings and the journal couldn't, the Wall Street Journal, couldn't verify whether very scheduled meetings took place. It reported William Burns, who became CIA director in 2021, had scheduled meetings with Epstein in 2014 when he was Deputy Secure, um, Secretary of State, according to the newspaper, a lunch plan at a Washington, D.C. law office and two scheduled appointments at Epstein's townhouse. So, it says here, and I don't know what this is indicating, but it says a quote here, after one of the scheduled meetings, Epstein planned for his driver to take Mr. Burns to the airport, according to the Wall Street Journal. Now, I want to say this. This looks like a slow burn. This looks like something where, again, someone is using this. Now, I'm not getting into the conspiracy theory about the white hats. And about there being some secret alliance um, that's taking down the deep state or none of that. Because I do believe the deep state is going to go through with their plans. That's my honest opinion. But I do find this very interesting that this is coming out now. Again, it does look like, I'm saying from the outside looking in, it does look like there's a little bit of you mess with our guy. We're going to get closer to getting at your guy. And there's been rumors about the dismantling of the CIA and the FBI and that this is being orchestrated on purpose. You know, with information coming out about the CIA killing JFK um, and RFK for that matter. And then you have RFK Jr. who's announcing who's announced he's running for president. And there's a media blackout. Um, pretty sure they're scared of what he may reveal. Um, so the timing is very interesting. Who knows what will come out of this? But if I had to take a guess, I, I believe this is being used as leverage. Um. And it may be the reason why all of these attempted Trump indictments or arrests always fall flat. Because if that's the case, let's say, let's pretend like Trump is really fighting against the deep state, which I, I believe this whole thing is organized and staged. But if he, if he was, then you can see why they would be forced to back off. Excuse me. I think I bumped the mic. They would be forced to back off. And sabotage their own investigations because that's what's happening. In case you haven't noticed, there's a reason why every single Trump indictment or Trump impeachment or whatever falls flat. It's because they sabotage from the inside. Because Epstein, because Glissane Maxwell, because who's really in the real black book. Who may be on film. That's why. And it's being used as leverage. So anyways. This is going to be interesting moving forward. I didn't even mean to go that long. Went a little bit longer than I wanted to. But it is interesting how Epstein keeps coming up. Even though he's supposedly dead. Which complete BS. But. The leverage is there. The blackmail is there. The information is there and it just depends on who is using it. Now, it could be a situation where the globalists 
are using these names in this black book and tapes and audio recordings and video. It could be videos of certain powerful individuals doing all kinds of explicit things with underage girls that will force them under blackmail to go along with the globalist agenda. You take someone like, for example, Andrew Cuomo, former governor of New York. Um, he stepped down all of a sudden because of sexual harassment, even though he was being investigated for his role in the killing. Excuse me. I hope they don't ban me for saying that. But for his role in the deaths of um, elderly individuals during the 2020 situation with the virus and him putting them in the same nursing homes knowing that they would get sick. But he's also being accused of harassment. So who knows? You know, you take him, for example, um, there could be a reason why these certain individuals in political spaces, whether they be mayors, governors, senators, there's a reason why they may be forced to go along with the globalist agenda, maybe not under their own accord, but because they've been blackmailed by Epstein, mainly Maxwell and Wex Wagner and Massad. Okay. So it's just something to think about when you look at these politicians and you say, why are they trying to like New York mayor Adams, right? Why is he trying to force or, or cut down on meat for climate change? That's so stupid. You know, why is he putting in uh, regulation for meat to try to combat climate change? It's stupid on the surface. It's stupid, but you never know what he may be blackmailed for. He may have to go along with the globalist agenda. And that's mainly who they try to put in positions of power, people that they have dirt on so that they, they can control them. And I believe that you're going to see more of this drip, 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 leverage. It's called leverage. Are you paying attention? Are you really paying attention? The World Economic Forum survey says the world will shed 14 million jobs by the year 2027. This came from Fox Business. It says the figure stems from a project of 69 million being added and 83 being eliminated in the five, in, in the five years says the world will see an eye-popping number of jobs around the world shed by 2027, according to the World Economic Forum. Over the next half decade, the total expected net number of jobs will go away. That will go away will be 14 million. Um, that's what the World Economic Forum um, said. It's the future of jobs report 2023 showed. And let me see, it says the figure comes from companies saying they foresee more jobs getting done away with than added. That's key. The figure comes from companies saying they foresee more jobs getting done away with than added, with the former coming in an expected 83 million and the latter at 69 million, according to the World Economic Forum. Now, what the idea is here, uh, they're going to push their SEG, excuse me, ESG, ESG, um, <laughs> their climate change crap, their zero emissions policies, um, their social credit scores, and everything else to basically eliminate uh, certain jobs. Now, these ESG scores are really going to hurt if they go through. Um, if, if these companies don't push back, that's going to really hurt 
um, the job market. Um, but it says here in the report, many company surveys cited investments that facilitate the green transition of businesses. Yeah, this this green transition. Right. All of the companies have to go green. Uh, the broader application of ESG standards and supply chains becoming more localized as more, excuse me, as some major trends playing into job growth. Over 50 percent also said further uptake of new technologies and digital access would aid net job growth for the next five years, according to the survey. Um, no, what's happening? And again, all of these outlets, these news outlets are full of it. No, what's happening is you're being replaced. Okay. Let's stop with the, the, the you know, the, the little shenanigans. You're being replaced by AI. No one needs you. When I say no one, I mean the globalists, the powers that be, they don't need you anymore. Period. You are being replaced. Who needs a reporter when you have, when you have this technology that can do a full report? Who needs a journalist <laughs> when you can use artificial intelligence? Who's going to need a taxi driver when you have automatic or automated cars, self-driving cars? Um, who needs a cashier when you have self-checkout? You're being replaced. Okay. And the depopulation agenda continues on. Um, and more and more, they're just showing you that they don't need you. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. You have to understand what the end game is. The end game is depopulation because it's easier to control the few than the many. They don't need 8 billion people in the world. So when they say zero carbon emission, the carbon that they're talking about is you, the person. <laughs> you have to understand their language. So in essence, um, what the world that the world that they foresee, I'll say it like this, the world that they foresee is human beings doing nothing. Not just owning nothing, but doing nothing. Except what they're told to do by a hierarchy. Hell, they're they're even eliminating music, <laughs> you know, musicians. They they have this um this technology now where they can duplicate any artist. They're showing you that they don't need you. You have to understand. And people are just now starting to complain. You hear these rappers complaining because um people are making music or they're making rap songs with their voice through artificial intelligence. Like, duh, you didn't see this coming? They've been showing you that they can deep fake any person, any personality. They've been showing you this for years now. I mean, hell, back in 2014, I believe, either 2014 or 2015, they showed a complete deep fake of Obama. And if you didn't know any better, you would have thought it was Obama. In real life time, real life time. They don't need you. You go bye-bye. We bring in artificial intelligence now. That's what that equates to. I'm not sure if I spoke about this already. If I have, then I'll rehash it. The World Economic Forum says it will accelerate implementation of Globalist Agenda 2030. This is coming from Jake Welch from the National Pulse. And you heard it right there. The World Economic Forum says it will accelerate implementation of Globalist Agenda 2030. And I've been saying that for quite some time. And many of you have 
heard me say this, that the plan for Agenda 2030 is really pre-2030, all right? They want their new world order in place by 2030, not after. What does that mean? That means we're in the kill zone. We're in the red zone. Now, if you've been studying all the symbolism, and I've talked about this before, some of you may remember, about the number 23. And, you know, I did a whole breakdown on Michael Jordan and the number 23. And then you had the Jim Carrey movie, um, 23, you know, the number 23. And the year 2023 is a mirror of the year 2030, which 2030 is the year of the agenda, literally called Agenda 2030. So, with that being said, they're openly telling you that they want to accelerate. So that means that we are looking at financial crisis soon to come. And we've seen a lot of, uh, let's say, mass uh, operations of weapons going off in public places. <laughs> I'll say it that way. You know, some may call them staged events, and that is to crack down on the right to bear arms. They have to stage these events to have that justification to take away your weapons because you cannot have a globalist New World Order functioning body if you have over a hundred million Americans that are armed. That's not going to work. And they know this. So look for a ramp up in the F word followed by the F word, the false FLAGs. Okay, the staged events are going to happen more often now. They're going to be ramped up because the closer they get to crashing the financial system completely, not just crashing it, but announcing that it's crashed. There's a difference between crashing the financial system and announcing it. Because when they announce it, people realize what's really going on. All the doofuses has been running around, not paying attention with their thumb up their asses. When they find out what's really going on, they're going to be pissed off, and they need to move. They need to take away your rights, to, your right to bear arms. So now, getting into the article, the United Nations. And the World Economic Forum appear frustrated by a lack of progress uh, made towards their Great Reset, their Great Reset ideology, alongside Agenda 2030, the socialist ideological successor to the failed Millennium Development Goals. Um. Let me see. Um, I'll tell you what, I'll get this part of it. Uh, I was going to skip it, but it says the World Economic Forum led by German engineer Klaus Schwab, whose father once worked for the Nazi party apparatus, has said previous efforts to implement their plans suffered unforeseen setbacks due to the CV-19 pandemic, major negative impacts of climate change 
and the rising cost of food and fuel everywhere due to the conflict in Ukraine, global leaders and representatives are therefore being summoned to strategize and expedite the the progress of what the World Economic Forum refers to as arguably the greatest ever human endeavor undertaken to create peaceful, just, equal, and sustainable societies. What sustainable means in their ling- in their lingo is um, everyone on the same playing field. But it's not what you think. It's not equal. When they say equal and sustainable, <laughs> they don't mean... Um, Everyone gets a fair shot. Yeah, you all get a fair shot at slavery. <laughs> okay? You you get a fair shot at having nothing. That's what sustainable means. Okay, that means you eat one little leaf off of your plate alongside of your bug, whatever bug that they chose for your protein, and that'll be that. That's what it means. Um, but it says that, you know, they, they're trying to rush it. And the reason being is because a lot of people are waking up. Although I complain every day about people not waking up because there are a lot of stupid people still out here. But the problem is, is that they have... Not pissed off, but they have, how do I say this? Damn it. They have sort of, kind of woken up the normies to a certain degree, a very, not on a high degree, but just to a certain level, the normies are going, hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. You know, I don't like the fact that you're telling me what I have to eat. Like I'm all for the being a little soy boy you know, plant-based, re- excuse me, oh, I almost said the R word. Um, I'm all about that, you know, but I'm not about being dictated to. You know, it's kind of like this, this a-hole Bill Maher, right? Bill Maher is an a-hole 364 days out of the year, but then he'll pick one day when he decides to actually use his effing brain. He's a dumb dipshit every day of the year until the one day that he decides to use his brain and goes, hey, you know, I, I kind of don't like being censored. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, ass, asshole. Um, so there's that. So now they're in a situation where even the normies are going This is kind of effed up. You know, what if these conspiracy theorists are right? See, we're we're in that part, um, the crossroads where people go, hey, you know, (laughs) a lot of stuff. And they don't want to say it out loud. The normies don't want to say it out loud. But they're thinking to themselves, "What what if these conspiracy theorists were right? They were right about the shot. They were right about the pandemic and the lab leak. What if they're right about this other shit? You know? That's what's running through their mind right now. That's why you don't hear them as much as you used to. Remember when they used to be all over the place talking? Now the only people that are talking are the um the people that are pro uh you know, LGB, you know, I'll leave it there. <clears throat> you know. You have that situation. So, the the normies aren't waking up, but what what they are doing it because they are rebellious, right? They're naturally rebellious, and the globalists have not satisfied them. So now they're turning on them. So they have to accelerate, and what does that mean? That means we're in danger. It means we're in a lot of danger. Okay, I'm back. I I apologize for that. I was um 
kind of going off the deep end there. But I was what I was saying is we're in a lot of danger. And I do want to get back to this article. I ran my mouth enough. But we're in a, we're in a lot of danger because the time that we're in now, they've got to make up for lost time. And and last year, you may have heard me saying um, we could have an oh shit moment, which would be like a um, Cuban Missile Crisis moment. Um, where they, I don't, I don't want to say stage, but they hype up the idea that World War Three is like imminent and, and not just imminent like they're talking about it, like it's here or missiles are f- getting ready to fly, you know, right down to the last second before somebody steps in and intervenes, you know, somebody like <clears throat> Trump, hint, hint. He's been posting about that on his uh, Truth Social, by the way. I do believe that that's in the playing cards, whether you want to call him a white hat, black hat, or deep state, or someone that's playing against the deep state. I don't care. Um, He has been throwing that out there that maybe he should step in and call for peace. So that that is in the playing card that that's in the deck of their cards. Meanwhile, um, the globalists are desperate, but they're still in control. They're desperate, and I say they're desperate because they've lost grip of the narrative. People said, uh, "You know, why do you think Tucker was fired?" Uh, Tucker was fired because they needed to get rid of him, even if he is somewhat controlled or fully controlled. Um, they don't need to take the chance or the risk of him going off the script prior to this next stage event, which will, I believe, be the trigger for a major um false FLAG. Uh, if you, if I had to go with my gut instinct, this is what I believe. Let me tell you what I honestly in my heart of hearts, and I expected this to happen in 2022, but it didn't happen. So I'm going to be honest with you. They are um, being, uh, I don't, I don't want to say slow footed, but they, they're, they don't, it's not that they have slow feet. I know that they have certain moves in their hand as far as the deck of cards are concerned. It's just something's pushing them back from doing it. Um, But what I believe is that you will see some kind of major incident involving a weapon of some sort. Um, More than likely the kind that may go boom. Right, like a big boom, and that will be the trigger point for what comes next, which will be the announcement that the banks, all the banks of all the banks have gone boom, bye bye. I think that will happen simultaneously. I don't think this is my guess now. I'm not saying I'm a you know I'm. That I know the future, you know, as far as dates are concerned, it just makes sense to me that they will pull a major false FLAG, you know, staged event with a big boom in order to um, get the, the weapons out of the hands of the citizens. That way they can carry out their next phase, which is the CBDC. Um, you know, get rid of the petrodollar completely. Just wipe everything off as far as what we know. It could be even a cyber attack. Um, Klaus Schwab has is, is, is announced that that could happen. But I expect the, the, the false flag event to happen prior. But... Um, it says global leaders and representatives are 
therefore being summoned to strategize and expedite the progress of what the World Economic Forum refers to as the as arguably the greatest ever human endeavor undertaken to create peaceful, just, equal and sustainable societies. Okay, now one I had to go back over that again. So let's get this. The the United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs has urged that practical solutions that can accelerate progress on the sustainable development goals of the United Nations will be urgently needed. Let's go through this again. The United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs has argued Listen to what they're saying. Look, look, look who's speaking here. The United Nations Department of Economic. Right. Remember I said the staged event, the big boom event will happen before they announce the crash of. The economy completely. Banking systems, everything else. Completely. Um. But the United Nations Department of Economic and Social Affairs has argued that practical solutions that can accelerate progress on the sustainable development goals, i.e. you will own nothing and be happy. That's what that means. Take everything from you and give you very little in return. Sustainable development goals of the United Nations will be urgently needed, which sounds to me like. They've lost time. Um, they got to make up for time. So something has to happen. It has to happen fast. Um, which puts us in a very dangerous position. Again, the 17 SDGs, and I think that's interesting that it's called 17, um, isn't the, you know, 17th letter of the alphabet. Isn't that supposed to be the whole, you know. Anyway, the 17 SDGs, comprising um, Agenda 2030 were first compiled in 2015 and were agreed upon by 191, uh, excuse me, 191 um, United Nations member state governments, um, though not necessarily their voting publics. It says... um, these goals include laudable aspirations such as ending poverty. When they say they're ending poverty, that means they're going to cause mass poverty. Look at what they've done to Philadelphia, California. Look at San Francisco. Look at Philly, Chicago. You have to understand that these mayors of these cities are World Economic Forum backed. Klaus Schwab backed. Klaus Schwab promoted individuals so they're always going to do the exact opposite of what they're going to do the war the war on drugs brought more drugs into this country than at any time in history the united uh united states went over into iraq to what was it called operation iraqi freedom and they went over there and killed more people than saddam probably ever did War on terrorism when America went over there as the terrorists. So they're always doing the exact opposite of what they're claiming. You have to understand the way this game is played. It says um, the aspirations such as ending poverty and and eradicating world hunger. So understand that means going to be more hunger. Amongst more nefarious globalist goals in areas of gender ideology and hard left social socialist economics. Um, let me see if there's any more that I want to get here. Um, okay, here we go. Halfway there. Says the World Economic Forum plans to assemble world leaders after the highly anticipated sustainable def, um, sustainable development goals progress report is published by the Secretary General of the United Nations, um, Antonio uh, Guterres. 
Guterres, Guterres says um, later this year. The report's findings will inevitably lay the foundations for the international um, deliberations. This year's report insists uh, the World Economic Forum is especially crucial as we're nearing the halfway point of Agenda 2030. So Basically, what the National Pulse is saying, they're saying the same thing that I've been saying, same thing that I've been telling you. Um, they're speeding things up. And it's kind of scary now that I'm finding out that more and more of the things that I say, the things that I've, I'm finding that other, I'm, it used to be this never, well, happened every once in a while. But I'm finding that other, like I'll say something and then maybe a month or two later, other alternative media, podcasts, publications, they'll report and say the same thing that I'm saying, or, you know, and it'll be an opinion piece. So they're thinking the same way that I'm thinking. Um, but if I had to take a guess, if I had to take a guess, I would really, really be shocked. I, I can't believe they didn't do it in 22. I'm still shocked by that. I, I cannot lie to you. It made me look at everything different because I just knew by the end of 2022, um, we would see uh, some sort of major cyber attack at least. And we saw a few little things here and there. Of course, the beginning of 2023, we had the, um, the situation with the Chinese balloon. Then it turned out to be a U.S. balloon. Then you had all of these... Um, these are uh, railway um, or train derailments. It was like one after another. So we don't, we still don't know what's really going on with that. Could have just been distractions. Um, a lot of information about Hunter Biden was coming out while these things were happening. From what I've been hearing, the whole, and I've seen multiple reports on it, multiple reports on this. The whole plant-based meat, uh, beyond meat or whatever, its stock is kind of like down. So that means that, you know, a lot of people just aren't buying into it. Which tells me that, again, these people are in a situation where they're finding out that people are rejecting. People are rejecting their their propaganda they're rejecting they're rejecting their demands um you go on social media and they talk about climate change and you can see people just laughing at them so this was again tucker being removed tells me and and especially with articles like this with the united nations saying that they are, that they have to move in an urgent like fashion it kind of tells me um, what they didn't do last year, they're going to have to hurry up and get it done this year. And we're almost halfway through uh, 2023. So this this really has to pick up steam at some point. And I can keep saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. But at some point, they're going to have to pull the trigger on this. At some point, we're going to have to meet that crossroads where um, they actually go into attack mode. So we're going to see. They have no choice at this point. They've been exposed. The pandemic failed. People know who they are. More and more people are aware of what the World Economic Forum is. And they're looking beyond the president. It's obvious that Biden isn't running anything. So people are looking more beyond the president and looking behind the scenes, which put them in a very dangerous position which means they're going to re react in a very in a very um in a very aggressive manner because they don't want the people waking up and coming after them remember they see you as enemies on the battlefield that's how they look at you and the last thing they want is an awakened public which i'm always telling telling you you people are stupid but they don't want you waking up even in the least bit and actually blaming them for everything that happens. 
Okay, because then that means that people will start demanding that they are investigated and go to jail. And they can't afford that. So that's my thoughts on that. Okay, not to beat a dead horse, but I do want to get this article right quick from Zero Hedge. It says, IBM to stop hiring for roles that can be replaced by artificial intelligence. Nearly 8,000 workers to be replaced by automation. One month ago, to much dismay and widespread denial, Goldman predicted that artificial intelligence could lead to some 300 million layoffs among highly paid non-menial workers in the U.S. and Europe. It says as Goldman chief economist Jan, I don't even know how to say his name, Hassius, uh, the way she put it, using data on occupational tasks in both the U.S. and Europe, we can, it says we find that roughly two thirds of, of current jobs are exposed to some degree of artificial intelligence automation and that generative AI could, uh, could substitute up to one-fourth of current work. So, yeah, you're being replaced, okay? I just wanted to add that so that some of you people can get the point of what this really is because people, for some reason, don't understand. It doesn't click in their brain what the end game is. They're, oh, no, no, this, all of this technology is just so, you know, it's for us. No, it's not. (laughs) It's for the global elites. It's for the powers that be. It's for the people that you don't see. It's for them. You will be in your little 15-minute city, okay, with your chip implanted. Um, um, in your, in your, uh, which, what do they call it? Zero carbon emission, um, automatic driving car that will drive you to your place of whatever point A right back to your house. (laughs) And you will have to ask permission to leave the city. Go watch the movie, The Village. Go watch the movie The Village and get an understanding as to what your world will look like. Not not in a um, classical sense, but in a um, futuristic, uh, in a futuristic sense. I'll put it like that. Okay. Your future will look like the Jetsons version of The Village. So when you hear about these uh, big banks falling apart, that is for the impending CBDC system, the unicorn that's being pushed. When you hear about these jobs being cut, that is that is also intentional for human replacement, you know, the replacement of humanity out of the workforce. Um, that was, again, that was also a part of the pandemic. The whole point was to keep you at home get you used to working from home. And then um, a lot of these, a lot of these corporations, uh, they cut people. They cut people because they didn't need them. They found out, oh, we can, we can function without uh, these people coming to work. We don't need that many people. Right now, with that being said, someone can make the argument. Well, there's there's a lot of job hirings. There's a lot of um, people that are posting that they need workers. And in some cases, that is true. That is true. But over but overall, the end game, what I'm telling you, the end game, not necessarily right now at this moment. And that's the problem that people have is that they can only live in the moment. People can't see the storm coming. They can't see that the clouds are forming. They have to wait until they're drenched in rain, (laughs) rainwater, till they're flooded. 
Okay, their homes are flooded. Then they go, oh, you know what? Damn, there really was a storm coming. No, no shit. Excuse me. Really? Dumbass. Tornadoes right there. Well, you know, is it? I don't think it's going to hit. It's going to hit, idiot. Anyways. So, yes, I'm an asshole. And yes, I'm fed up with people. You know? Um, sorry. It's my personality. And it's gotten worse since 2020. Because people cannot see. They literally cannot see. And I'm, I'm amazed by it. I'm just, I'm in shock. And in awe of the stupidity of everyone, damn near. I never thought we would get to the place, and and this is something that I personally experienced, going back to when I really first started, 2012 is when I really started, but I, I was researching, and I'm sorry, my voice is going hoarse, but I, I really technically started around 2009, but I was doing research since 2005, but I, I started the show podcast in um, 2012. It was actually, I still got the date. It's still up there on Spreaker, the actual date of um, July, I think it says July 28th, 2012. But what I've experienced has done nothing but piss me off because I never thought that you know, starting the show and, and doing all this deep dive research. I never thought we would get to a place where I, I knew that the globalists were doing what they were doing and they had all of these plans and they had their agenda. But I never thought we would get to a place where they can openly tell people what they're going to do, what their strategy is, and people would sit there in denial. So when you question why am I such a bitter piece of crap why do I act like a complete a-hole that's why because I didn't anticipate that I anticipated the globalists doing what they're doing behind the scenes I didn't anticipate the public would just not care the people would just be happy with being submissive little cuckboy slaves that I did not foresee I always thought to myself well people would fight against the system if the system tried to enslave them any more than what they already are or you know I didn't imagine that people would just say well I don't care you know you know so what I, I didn't see it Boy, was I wrong. 